Erica. And Liana. Come join us on Patreon. Where you can unlock weekly episodes, videos, and... Be invited to Patreon-exclusive Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast. Or go to the website, www.patreon.com forward slash nightguyspodcast. You can join for as little as $2 a month for full access. See you on Patreon. Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. And it's Liana. This is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. We'll talk about everything while drinking. Yay! Hey! Wine, 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 USA, USA, wine, wine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what wine in the USA have? Well, I don't know. I just think it's funny when people do that. So every once in a while, like, if Esme does something really funny or cute, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be like, good job, Esme, or we'll just straight go into USA, <laughs> you, like, while she's eating a burrito or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> I like what? it. This is good. This is good. Um, so let's tell everybody who we're going to be bringing on for next week. Shall we spill the beans? Wait, like, this week? Well, when does this come out? Is this, are we ahead on these? This one is coming out. <laughs> Jesus. Are we going to edit all this out? Are we wrong? This one's coming out Wednesday. So this okay. is this week's. And the one that we're recording on Wednesday mm-hmm. with our special guest is coming out next week. Okay. 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 So guys, we're really excited. We got approached and we feel very honored and a little bit like nervous over the moon excited yeah, like n- nervous excitement um we are having connor the haunted historian on our show and I can't wait to talk to oh him. my god if, he's on instagram he has just tons of really awesome pictures he's at haunted historian yeah if you on guys instagram. want to look, look him up before um we talk to him and mm-hmm. it comes out next week um yeah. then yeah you can kind of know a little bit more about him but he's really into the history of haunted places, not just like there's a ghost and I hear that it's uh, haunted. Like he wants to know why <laughs> is the building there? I'm very excited to have him on. Yeah. And also kind of nervous. cool human being. And I, yeah, we're very excited to talk mm-hmm. to him. I really, truly cannot wait. It's going to be a good time. Try excited. Yeah. It's also just <laughs> we'll nice because he's like a be real cool. person. Not, yeah. You know, how are we going to be cool? <laughs> we got to be cool. Impossible. We uh, note to self, be cool. I need to get a vision board and I need to write be cool on it. I think I'm just going to put a post it says be cool on it. Or is uh, it, what is it from Pulp Fiction? Bitch be cool? Just bitch be cool. Just okay. Right there. Be cool, be cool. Right. <laughs> We're going to fail at that part. Nailing it. <laughs> um, I don't have like news today. I have no. It is news because I read this thing that you're gonna talk about, and I consider it news. It's... Parts of it are kind of newsy. It's fun. It's fun. It's important. 
I it feel is. like all parts of it are. Parts of it mm-hmm. are fully endorsing just ignoring but we'll get to that so my news today um it's about nine historical ways to ward off a plague so i felt Mm -hmm. this was kind of germane Mm. to everyone's situation right now germane germane no germane is my favorite (laughs) germane is just a little bit necessary right now uh okay one smoke tobacco um because that'll totally help. It says, no one thing is yeah. so generally approved of and recommended by physicians to prevent and keep off the plague or any other infectious distemper, as is the smoking of tobacco, says a 1722 health guide. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how we've actually made it this far in, it hu- in history? Amazing. Because yeah. they recommended some dumbass shit. <sighs> I, okay, I think <laughs> the reason the... 1700s logic behind this is isn't it because like the air is germy and if you're surrounded by a cloud of (laughs) thick dense smoke it cannot penetrate oh my goodness whoa that's dirty i mean that makes old-timey sense i suppose yeah i mean why not sure yeah (laughs) That makes complete sense. Smoking death sounds better than plague death, so. (laughs) But what if smoking death or smoking dying leads to to plague death? death. Yeah. Then you need to double down on your 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 packs a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, smoke that harder shit. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Erica. Okay, number two. Who does number two? Uh, drink alcohol. So we're already Love that. There. You cannot trust water. It is full <laughs> of the bugs. <laughs> Which a probably was it. They would like shit, and it would just like run downstream into their drinking water, and then <sighs> they'd be like, mm, "I'm gonna drink some brown mm. poo water today. <laughs> Delicious, extra fiber." I would probably rather drink wine than mm-hmm. water. <laughs> also, how are they cleaning their drinking apparatuses? With the poo water. Ah, yeah, those poo rags. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, wipe my so bum, horrible. wipe a glass. Wipe my bum, wipe a glass. Wipe my Yikes. ass, wipe a glass. Oh, I like it. Take a smoke. <laughs> So they say liquids were thought to absorb infection from the air and become an easy way to catch disease. Says, we must fortify them that they may not easily admit the approaches of their enemy. Wine and confidence are a good preservative against the plague. Hey, we're both drinking wine. That's right. (laughs) I like. Okay, so you're supposed to drink alcohol, but not too much because... There can, of course, be too much of a good thing. One of the oldest bits of plague dodging materi- medicine. Oh my, medical advice. I don't know why I just wanted to say medicinal. <laughs> medical <laughs> advice was to follow the example of Socrates, who survived the Athenian epidemic of the 420s BCE. And the quote says, "Even amid the havoc of that plague," wrote Aulus Gellius. Gellius. That's a fun name. By temperate and. Oh my god basically by not drinking alcohol he apparently avoided that the shit. ill effects of indulgence 
I think that's just a party pooper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we he need to post... He did not take place with... Uh, <laughs> he did not celebrate Saturnalia. <laughs> no, but we need to post this picture that I'm looking at right now because the fourth suggestion was to sniff your own farts, and it is literally an old tiny picture that somebody drew of a guy just blowing ass in a giant crowded room <laughs> you know i think that goes hand in hand with smoke clouds i get well, it by that logic then farts here oh to four shall work oh my god oh my god oh my god it says the air was thought to be dangerous there you go so strong smells were believed to repel infection vinegar powerful spices and even one's own farts or quote prat winds which could be stored <laughs> I love in a good prat wind. wait wait they could store it in jars Ooh, and it was common the vapors. apparently this was common against infection <laughs> so if you see Question. what looks like an would empty you jar on your shelf own or would you go buy like if you're like high to do like society like oh bougie. you make your servants fart in a jar for you and smell oh. their farts God, I mean, some people's are worse than others. That is true. So you'd want to go get that stanky ass. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go find the stankiest person. The person who's eating, like, a lot of, I don't know. Onions. Well, something. Yeah, beans, there we go. I yeah. guess. Broccoli. Probably, like, if that's meat available. farts, I feel like, gotta be bad. Um, I don't know. What I don't get is, okay, so do you just, Yuck. like, open the jar and smell it? Or do you, like, open open it, open it, and just leave it to aerate the room? Mm. I have questions. Questions I would think you sniff it. I don't know. But then again, if you're bougie, maybe you can just have them everywhere. Just fart jars, just empty jars with lids all around. I mean, truly, though, their chamber pods could just, I mean. Yeah, wouldn't that be the same thing? Just don't empty your chamber pot? (laughs) These are things. Things that we need to understand. Hang out. Somebody make a time machine so we can go back and understand it. (laughs) So guys, are we just sniffing farts here? (laughs) Do I just stop this list right now? (laughs) I mean, why not? Why not sniff farts? What else are they doing, really? Uh, Well, apparently they were suggesting drinking your own urine. You know, (laughs) that one. I remember. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, it's like, I remember once, many moons ago, mm. driving to Disneyland. Okay. It was the first date I ever went on with Bobby. We went to Disneyland. Oh, right. You told me of this date. I do recall. That's how I roll. Uh, it was me and one other girl, and then Bobby brought a friend because he found out at the last minute, this whole thing was last minute, that I was bringing Jordan, because I was like, no, I watch Dayline. I'm bringing Jordan. Like, Jordan's coming. I know if I just pop over real quick, basically, and give him a, like, five-hour warning, he'll be down. <laughs> and he was. <laughs> so I was like, yay, Jordan's friend. coming. Um, and I remember at some point in time during the drive, we had a conversation about drinking <laughs> And I remember, like, Bobby and Jordan, like, debating... Like, if it is okay. I think it started off of Bobby needed... What did he want? He wanted to take an Airborne, and he mixed it with a Yoo-Hoo and chugged it. Oh. Which, to me, is one of the grossest things I have ever witnessed done in front of me. That's like... (laughs) 
That is like brushing your teeth and drinking orange juice. I know Dude, you'll never drink was... orange juice, but like horrible <sighs> chocolate drink because it's not milk, <laughs> which is better for me. But just that phrase is strange. And then yeah, like strawberry or whatever it was, pink airborne. And then somehow it so got disgusting. onto like Jordan was like no like. <laughs> talking about drinking piss and jordan was like dude i will straight drink drink it right now and no. then he, later he was like no like i won't but in theory like <laughs> it's technically more sterile like probably than like you know whatever examples no. probably no. that airborne drink i'll never forget oh, that and i remember disgusting. my mind being blown like i don't care if pee is he's like it's been filtered through the best filter system the world has <laughs> it's like what's happening no, I don't want to go to Disneyland. I don't want to go on Peter Pan's magical flight. Like, you guys like where are to... my teacups? I just want to go on the teacups. Ugh, no, that would have been a bad idea after watching Bobby drink that. I oh, felt like yeah. I was going to vomit. It was the worst. That's if super anybody gross. has ever done that, you can hang out with Bobby. <laughs> you who? You who? What have you mixed with the you who? Yeah, nothing. No. I'm asking the listeners, if you've ever mixed oh. anything with Yoohoo, email us at nightguyspot at gmail.com. <laughs> Tell us what you've mixed. I would love I'm to know. Super gross. Oh, by Truly. the way, we also um, recently had one of our listeners tell us that they had some stories and they emailed them to us. If you have any know, interesting excited. stories, thank you, Darren, by the way. Yep. Really Darren, appreciate yay, it. Um, if you guys have any stories of weird, supernatural, true crime, like whatever you feel like sharing, we'd be really interested to hear it. If you are comfortable with us sharing it, we would love to share your story. Um, just email us at nightgeistpod at gmail.com. We are on social media, but it would be easier for us to not lose your story in a text wall if you just email it to us. So, yeah, we would love that. Please and thank you. Um, PSA over. Let's go back to this list of things. Gimme. Uh, well, apparently you can make your own herbal supplements. Um, I don't know what any of these are. Roots of Virginian snakeweed, zidoary, contraveria, and I don't know. They were simply, you're simply supposed to boil vinegar usual. and add your herbs and make it into lozenges. How would you make those into lozenges? I have no idea. That just sounds no, horrible. We don't want to know. I don't want to do we that. Don't know what, we don't um, want to know that binding agent. <laughs> it's probably like some animal ex- Not, something yeah, gross. Nothing will ever. Nothing that will never, no. yeah, we'll never do it. Um, apparently, you're not supposed to have sex unless that is too difficult for you. So in 14... 14- you love that? <laughs> come on. That's like the news where it's like, doctors say red wine is great for you. Like, Except when it's not. Life. And then next week, it's like, red wine causes these horrible things. <laughs> it's like, what? No. Um, you assholes. So in 1481, in this uh, Advice Against the Plague literature, uh, Marsilio Ficino recommended w- that one should abstain from coitus and thoughts of passion. That is, to the extent that the its absence isn't too burdensome. So don't do it until you're like, I can't anymore. <laughs> I can't I... do it. <laughs> uh, the next one is drink coffee. Yeah. Sure. Great. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I need to explain that one because fucking obviously. Just to keep you going. This is the last <laughs> one. Life that advice. 
I hate. Mm. So it says Bradley's fellow Royal Society member, Richard Mead, also recommended measures to fight the plague grounded in scientific reasoning like contact tracing. Um, he, the management in former times neither answers the purpose of discovering the, the beginning of infection nor putting a stop to it when discovered, he complained in 1720. One solution, instead of ignorant old women who are generally appointed searchers in parishes to inquire uh, to inquire what diseases people die of, that office should be committed to understanding and diligent men. So he was basically saying that women are incapable of helping figure out what is where this infection started you know what fine that Ugh. just means that stupid men get yeah, to die you guys go hang out with the weird plague you bodies. can go be Enjoy. sick and get it you go smell your farts that's what you've discovered so far yeah you're really on to something yeah but it's funny because his his ideas overall were actually really good and they actually helped support modern public health measures but he is a sexist piece of shit probably racist too i mean he let's just all assume. the things doucher well, anyway so we've basically boiled it down to drink alcohol and sniff your own farts and coffee drink coffee too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i like it i mean common sense am i right <laughs> <laughs> i was reading something i don't know what it was but i don't know some article i was reading a couple of years ago and i don't know why it popped up probably because I complained about either my brother or Sean's farts or something. And I was like, God, you know, Google's always listening. So I was like, Oh, this might be interesting to you. <laughs> like, it's really not, but then I am reading it. So, okay. But oh, you're right. I am a drink. <laughs> and Basically hats. every and hats. fucking time. And, um, and it was like, people sniff their own farts. And it was like, why do you sniff your own farts? And I was like, what? I don't like it turn around and sniff and it was like what do they like, mean by that what like you, saying, you make you actively you try to smell waft. it not like you're trying to waft but like if you detect it or you like it was weird they were trying to describe it as if like you are smelling for something to be wrong like it's it's something that's in our dna from like a bajillion years ago when we were a little like, less that doesn't smell good yeah like oh i must be sick because i ate something funky it was basically something Weird. in our genetic code to tell us, like, hey, that doesn't agree with your body because it is extra pungent. Or it is... What? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen those videos of gorillas, like, smelling their tushy <laughs> with their fingers and then they fall over. So, maybe I guess the, that's uh, us. Maybe the, um, the person, the keeper, was giving them something that they maybe shouldn't have eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Okay. All right. What's your news? I request a time mm. out time because out. I have glass of wine that is under my plant, and there are now small plant particles that are floating around. Oh my Jesus Christ! Get more fucking wine. I don't know if you can see it. But that truly, fights the plague, dum dum. There's a lot in there, and I kept looking at it like can't, and they won't all settle. So I mean, it's there's a lot. Go to your box, get more wine. <laughs> Don't miss nothing wrong. Clean. I get it. Yeah, I rinsed it. I don't trust it. There was a lot. <laughs> okay.
Okay, it looks like I'm drained. Oh my god, there's how did more get in there? That means it's the cork. Okay, there's way less though. Where's that cork? Cork won't kill you. As long as it's actually cork. It takes okay. Forever. Well, alright. So now that you're back and you have yeah. no plant matter in your wine. Yeah, I think it was the cork. Cork not, matter. Not the press. I mean, I, th I got more. Okay, of it. you were like going to say there was something that you want us to talk about? <clears throat> yes. So this isn't news, but I've, I want to present to you, oh my goodness, the mm. idea mm -hmm. of. I want to conduct an like an experiment, not today, but in the future. If you're up for it, I'm writing this down. I'm literally writing it down. <laughs> so I can show you the website later, or I can tell people if they're interested in doing it with a friend. Oh my goodness! But it's a, a greaterreality.com. They have instructions about how to remote view, oh. and they have it real simple broken down step one step two step three to be on your way to remote viewing so i thought it would be really fun if maybe we figure out what's best to like do it if people can mm -hmm. either watch or whatever um but it looks really fun so they tell you in three easy steps Ooh. how to do it they say that even like the most experienced it's only like 30% to 80% of the time. Like, that's, like, kind of the range. So don't get discouraged. Um, and then you can literally click start test. And they have 10 different, um, like, little links you can click that will open up a picture. I only clicked one because I just wanted to see how it worked. I clicked mm -hmm. the bottom left one. Um, in case anyone's wondering or you if we do it. Um, but and it was, like, just a... A picture. It's not, like, anything crazy. And, um, yeah, they tell you, like, how to, like, get yourself into that state of mind. So I oh. thought it would be, I want to try to do this together It sometime. sounds very <laughs> meditative as well, so I really like it's it. It's super meditative. Like, how they describe it is, like, imagine, like, a picture frame. And in that is dark. Like, it's just, like, an abyss. And then you focus on it. And then it tells you, like, okay, you're going to have pictures that pop up that are, like, more or less, like, lies. Like, that's just your brain, like, pictures. Or, like, if you suddenly see your aunt, that's BS. Don't listen to that. Your brain's just <laughs> bored and trying to just boop, 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 give you, like, images. Okay. It's like, if it's really clear, don't listen to it. That's not remote viewing. That's not you doing it yet. They're mm. like, what? it'll rarely be clear, the image you get. You'll have to kind of, like, look and sit with it and, like, it's fuzzy and spend some time with it like they say like take about like five minutes three to five minutes before you even try to see mm -hmm. what's in the picture frame and then just see what appears and what you can like make out wow oh this is really exciting we also have another upcoming guest that i feel like we should ask her if she's done any of this oh that's a good idea oh, maybe man. we should try it before well okay. i mean not to like toot my own horn or anything but like my birthday is this week so maybe we like remote view together <laughs> for your birthday for my birthday <laughs> like this okay it can be kind of fun this, this is a good plan <laughs> what did this you do for your birthday plan. during covid well i tried to remote view <laughs> don't worry about it i'm doing great 
How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm blessed. Hashtag blessed. Thriving. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm and that'll totally be fun there. though. I just wanted to put that out there. Greater the reality. Okay. I'm universe. gonna check that out. Everybody check that out. If you try it, let us know how it goes. Definitely very curious. Yeah. Or watch. <laughs> or I figure since I looked at one, I can give you that row to do and I can take the top row. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. I understand. It was there's simple like I mean I only saw one, but the one I saw it was very like it's not it wasn't weird. Maybe the other ones are. I don't know. I hope. Oh they my are. goodness. <laughs> All right, what you got? So well, should we dive into our to- oh. topic? Yes, please. So we're going to have an educated discussion on <laughs> <laughs> on sealed up rooms. So we recently talked about weird stairs and woods. Now we're doing weird sealed up rooms. Oh, and yeah. what pre tell do we mean by this? Well, how I what I'm bringing to the table <laughs> is some weird stories about some weird creepy rooms and also I want to talk about <laughs> some really horrible things. <laughs> That have happened behind these walls. (laughs) Can I just say, as a collective, mankind is horrible and no. 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 So, um, I'll I'll kick it off with that because I feel like this is, um, this is where we should start. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, have you... I haven't heard of this term, and if I have, I've lost it to the <laughs> files in my brain. They're way in the back. Um, immurement. Have you heard of that? In- immurement? No. I-M-M-U-R-E-M-E-N-T. No. So, I'm pronouncing it immurement. Pray tell what doth it mean. <sighs> so, this little... Light reading article is called Inurement, a history of Walden terror and cruelty. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Why did we pick this dark ass subject? I okay. can't even. This article is wild. I was reading this as my sweet little baby fell asleep next to me. <laughs> like, what am I doing? What's happening? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yup. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just going to read from this and kind of talk along the way because it's a, it's a lot. Um, so the history behind one of the cruelest forms of capital punishment, immurement from ancient times to some shockingly recent accounts, okay? So this, off the bat, you think, like, this is, like, some medieval horribleness. It's very recent also. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> in 1846... Edgar Allan Poe's short story, The Cask of Amontillado, I think it's how you say it, delivered mm-hmm. to readers a chilling tale of truly sadistic murder. Poe's piece, oh my god, <laughs> tells the story of a man recounting to a friend how he had his revenge on a former acquaintance by luring him into the catacombs. I want to have catacombs in my next home. With the promise what? of a highly prized cask caves. of... No, but pause. I want you someone to lure cake. them into. I want wine catacombs. 
I want to send someone down in them, though. Okay, I well, it's like you can't even retrieve your own wine. Yeah, I'll get like a Roomba who can. <laughs> um, Sorry. So he's like, hey, go down here. I got my prized wine down here. Okay, sorry. The story's narrator then describes how he chained his enemy to the wall and proceeded to seal him into his tomb with a brick mortar, leaving him to die this horrible, horrible, horrible death. Um, So, basically, the guy in this poem died either of starvation, dehydration, or he suffocated to death. Um, Lovely. Disgusting. Gross. Uh, The cruel practice typically has been carried out by locking the unfortunate soul in some sort of coffin-like box or, in other cases, sealing them into a wall or other structure of some kind. So I take that to mean, like, sometimes, like, you can't tie the person down, so you got to box them up and then put the box in the wall. Or if maybe you have shackles, you can just do that and then the wall. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'll find out one day. I'll probably do it to somebody. Uh, the history of immurement is, without question, a black spot on the timeline of humanity. Dates back centuries, with examples of the practice being found on almost every continent. So great, everywhere is horrible. Immurement was typically used as a form of capital punishment, in which the accused was found guilty of some crime, probably stealing apples, and a slow death was the justice that was handed down to them. The second use of this. Uh, immurement, while just as horrid and cruel, yet perhaps even more disturbing, was human sacrifice, usually to bring good fortune to those doing the sacrificing, which is so messed up. What? I hate this. That, like, works backwards and, okay. 100%. Otherwise, one of the earliest uses of this dates back to the Roman Empire, when it was used as punishment for a class of priestesses known as the Vestal. I hate this word, Vestal Virgins. It's hard for me to say. So these girls were super-duper respected from really well-to-do Roman families and considered to be free of any mental and physical defects, blah, 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 great, awesome. They had a taken a strict vow of celibacy and committed okay. themselves to tending to a sacred fire, honoring Vesta, the goddess of home and family. So that's, like, their deal. These girls are groomed, they're considered perfect, whatever the hell that means, uh, and they just tend to a fire to honor this goddess of home and family. Makes me think of 300 and those poor girls up in the tower with the... <laughs> For real, dude. So, Ugh. if one of these girls broke their vow of celibacy, she was to be punished with death and buried in the city. Spilling the blood of one of these girls was so not okay. That you cannot do. So what do you do with one of these girls, these virgins, who has broken the vow, but I can't spill her blood because now I'm, like, that's, like, you can't do that. That's a no-no. So what what do we do? Well, also add to that that no person is to be buried within the city under Roman law. Okay. So Romans had to get real, real creative with these girls when they (laughs) break their vow. After being condemned... By the College of Pontifices, a virgin executioner would prepare for her a very small vault in the ground. In the ground. Usually containing a couch and a small amount of food and water. Okay. Then they would be led into the vault where they would be left to die. Punishment of a similar manner was also found in... Like, isn't that sad? So all they did was grow up a little and be like... 
this isn't for me. Or they were raped. Or that, for sure. And it's totally their fault. Yeah, and then they're just, you know, and you know what sucks is they leave them a little bit of food and water because it's like, oh, I now I feel don't feel so bad. And that's their way around not spilling any blood. So. Oops, I forgot to leave you enough. And, it, and, and I died. Uh, I just. Wow. I can't even. Wow. So, right. punishment of a similar manner was also handed down in the Middle Ages by the Roman Catholic Church to nuns or monks who had broken a vow of chastity or expressed, like, uh, like, you know, no good ideas. Like, so if they're, I don't know, saying, like, hey, my vote should count. Get them out of here. <laughs> like, so how dare they? But unlike the virgins I just talked about, these shamed nuns and monks were to be sealed in a tomb not to die within mere days, but instead to live out a slightly longer life of complete isolation. Known and as... insanity gonna, from hunger. Right. <laughs> known as... Gonna mess it up. Vade into... It's either po- possum? Packum? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty Whatever sure it's it not possum. <laughs> Dude, it's a weird-looking word. I hope maybe it is, and you know what? That's even worse. Uh, but it translates to go into peace, which is so not what they are sending these people to do. Oh, um, no. uh, they would be punished, and the punishment would go without any sort of contact or sight to the outside world, having oh. only food dropped through a teeny tiny small opening. Lovely. While it's convenient to dismiss such tortuous torturous capital punishment as a practice of the distant past no it's been happening like now what it's not good accounts of immurement as recent as the early 20th century and there's pictures for this one and it is horrifying i've been noted in mongolia and what was then the persian empire now iran um one of the earliest accounts of this taking place is in persia which came in the 17th century from a gem merchant Jean-Baptiste Tavernier, who noted stone tombs on the plains with thieves encased in the stone up to their necks. Oh, my God. He wrote that the men were left with their heads exposed, quote, not out of kindness, but to expose them to injury of the weather and assault of the birds of prey. In his book, Behind the Veil in Persia and Turkish Arabia, traveler M.E. Hume Griffith wrote of traveling in Persia between 1900 1903 and the disturbing sights and sounds of men sealed and left to die in stone pillars. He said, another sad sight to be seen in the desert sometimes are brick pillars in which some unfortunate victim is walled up alive. Men bricked up in this way have been heard groaning and calling for water at the end of three days. Oh my god. (sighs) That is so horrible. Yeah, it's not good. If not... Oh my God. Similar occurrences of punishment through immurement have been documented in Mongolia as recent as 1914. People Great. locked in wooden crates. This is one of the pictures I saw that prevented no. them from. I mean, it's like you know, like um, like uh, military, like like early 1900s. Um, they're like luggage cases that are really big. Yeah. Like, basically, imagine that, but make it wooden. Hmm. Um, so that's what they're in. It prevented them from comfortably sitting or laying down. Only a small hole could allow them to poke their head out. Of course they can't ever get comfortable. No, to take any food or water from somebody who might be near or if they had a merciful executioner that's hanging around. 
Um, it's awful. And like, you can see the picture, like their heads out and they can get their arm out and they're like trying to feel to see if they can unlock anything. It's really horrible. Oh my God. Horrible. Uh, that would give me nightmares. I, I'm so claustrophobic. (laughs) Like it's just, and where they, it, it looks so hot in the background. There is not one green anything there's no tree like i saw this in a movie once and i was just thinking how it's awful those poor people as unnerving as this whole thing is it's used as a means of human sacrifice this is somehow worse than all of the rest excuse me what in the construction of buildings is perhaps even more unsettling Hmm. throughout parts Uh of europe there are stories and findings of bodies that have been entombed in buildings and bridges dating back to medieval times Various folk songs attest to this use um, as human sacrifice to remedy problems in a construction project or to bestow it with strength, like the building. Oh, wait, so you're killing somebody to make a building strong? 100%. That makes sense. You gotta tell Bobby of this, like, new uh, (laughs) new method. So when you build houses, like, is putting bodies in it, like, code? It's up to code, code, right? It's up to code. Um, oh one God. such example of this is the Serbian poem, The Building of Skadar, which describes a worker who had to wallop his bride in the construction of a fortress. What? His bride. Yeah. Most disturbing. It gets worse, though. That's not it. Great. Most disturbing, though, More. was the reported use of immurement in Germany in which children were no. occasionally used as human sacrifices with the no. idea that the innocence of a child would make the foundation of a castle invincible. Oh, my God. One particularly horrid example is that involving Berg Reichenstein Castle. While rebuilding the already 400-year-old castle in the mid-16th century, nobleman Christoph von Heim was assassinated by a farmer who claimed that von Heim had immured his son in the castle's foundation. Oh, my God. Don't blame him for shooting him. Yeah. Today, the castle functions as a hotel and is super popular for taking your wedding photos. Uh, <laughs> okay. That makes me if feel really, really awkward. Like so no, so no. Immurement so no. was also so no. Immurement was also reported to have been used in the construction of churches churches such as one in Vilnitz, a district of the German town Putbus. <laughs> That's literally it. It's crazy. During the construction of these churches, shortly after the introduction of Christianity to the area, the project mm. was plagued with lots of problems. Rather than seek out the cause of said problems, blame was given to the devil. And the immunity of, of a child in the churches was taken as the viable solution. Well, of course it was the devil's fault. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> this gives me a headache. Sadly, physical evidence attests to this practice in various places all throughout Europe. Accounts in the 1800s of the demolishing of a bridge in Bremen, Germany, reported the skeleton of a child in the structure's foundation. And an adult skeleton was found within the walls of a church in Halsworthy, England in 1885. So, yeah. That's like a little, like, lead-in to some (laughs) walled-up little tiny rooms that people have been encased in. So, that's really cool. Not at all. Oh ever. my god! Horrible. That just I hate it so much. Me. Isn't that 
mind melting that people I mean I hate saying this because then it like implies that I like put churches on an altar and <laughs> no pun <laughs> but like and I don't I mean I don't care one way or the other but I'm just like like to, to do this to like nuns and to put kids in walls to make the church stronger invincible uh, how I feel that, like all you're doing is cursing your child that with I love God I don't you you don't if that's like that one's like there's no gray area in that that is wrong yeah I don't understand unless it's like whoever the like duke or king or whomever is at the time is like no I want my church because this is my religion I'm doing and I want you guys to make sure it works so please do this but even then I would lie or go grab somebody who is already deceased and pretend I'm not putting a living child in here this is so not okay i'll put you in there how about that i was that? gonna say the guy that's demanding it needs to be walled up because he's a I menace just, how oh uh, that's gotta be in the top three of worst ways to go <laughs> being walled up or being yeah that's that's the worst thing ever it's not even like you're being sacrificed for a crop or like a crop or a harvest for like the whole season to feed the whole village no you're Just being your you're being sacrificed for a fucking building. Yeah. <laughs> Where all of you don't even really do a good job. Prob- like you probably lie within this. Like you're not free of sin. Totally. So why do I have to be here? Mm-mm. See, I good took that in a, I took this person. in a different direction, and I found some some murders behind locked mm. doors. Or, I have those too, but oh. I went down this rabbit hole. Yeah, no, that's a that's a horrible. I hole never even heard of that word. Immurement like, is that em- what it is? Immurement. Immurement. Excuse me. No, you're good. Like, mm. I mean, I've heard of people getting walled up. Like, but I always thought of it more in terms of like the mafia is hiding a body, and this is mm-hmm. how we're getting rid of it. And if they really hate the person, then they're gonna do it while they're alive. Sure, I get. I've heard of these like things. So <laughs> whatever. I have still I have contacts. But like Oh yeah. Okay, this like I have never heard of it. And then leaving people out in like cases in like the desert or no, I've never heard of that. I mean, not like that. I've heard of maybe like burying people up into their like their chin and leaving them, which is kind of the same thing. Like birds attack you or ants or something. But yeah, I feel like I've seen not, that in movies. Yeah, not not that, and not with kids for a building. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I hope those people who do that are condemned to some horrible. They are like I feel I feel secure in that they have to they keep are. living, especially mm-hmm. if they did it in the name of religion. They did I not have... go to where they planned on going. Yeah, not yeah, good. Um, I'm going to tell a little story if that's cool. It's so cool. Is that cool? Hold on, I'm going to... It's real cool. Why am I so burpy? Because I just drank a bunch of liquid. You're trying to avoid the plague. Yeah. It's it's the wrong (laughs) end, though. (laughs) Okay. They just hadn't taken science that far. Oh. Okay. Mm 
modern science books count too. <laughs> so this is um about a locked door murder. Very and this one this. is about a Polish immigrant named Isidore Fink. And this was in the early 20th century. So he had just emigrated to the United States and he was like, I'm going to be a laundromat guy. And he set it up in New York City. And he also had, uh, there was a tiny attached apartment um, to this laundromat. And so <laughs> apparently all the people say that he was an eccentric and reclusive man. So he mostly kept to himself. I mean, I guess you only really have to communicate with people when you're taking their clothes and giving them back to people. I guess yeah, that, I guess I mean, that would kind of whatever. Work. He just didn't want to hobnob and fake it. That's what I get yeah. from that. Yeah, and he didn't want to interact with others in the neighborhood. And he was basically obsessed with keeping himself safe from the crime he perceived all around him. So his business and his apartment, I guess, were like a veritable fortress with double locked doors and thick bars over all of the windows, which were also firmly nailed shut from the outside, all in order to keep trespassers out. Oh. Okay. That takes it to a whole new level. Uh, he stumped it up. Yeah. So on March 9th, 1929, he went out to deliver some laundry. And then shortly after he got back, a neighbor named Mrs. Lachlan, uh, Mrs. Lachlan Smith, heard screams and some loud thumps coming from the apartment as if somebody were fighting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> she was like, all right, I got to call the cops. So, but when the cops came, almost immediately it was found that the apartment was completely sealed and locked from the inside, and all of the windows remained barred, nailed shut from the inside, and there was no sign at all of anyone having broken in, and the only way into the apartment was found to be a tiny, I don't know what, a transom window. Mm. Ah, okay, a transom window. So a transom window is one of those little windows that's above a door? I was gonna guess that! Why didn't you okay. guess that? Guys, I thought I was wrong. <laughs> oh, you should have missed it. Um, I would have only made fun of you for a second and then been like, I oh, you're right. <laughs> My first thought was like, it's like, oh, the little doors like on trucks where if you if you have a truck and then you have the little like triangle door that you mm. can pop out. And I was like, oh, it's probably like that, but doors. <laughs> and I didn't it's a, yeah, it's one that. of those. It's like above. So it's above yeah. the door. So it's a tiny transom window that was too small for a grown person to squeeze into. So it was really tiny. Okay. It's probably one of those ones that just flapped open, just like maybe exactly. like eight to yeah, ten inches or something. Yeah, you pop it out. So they didn't want to disturb the crime scene, so the police officer found a, a thin little boy and had him wiggle and crawl no. through the transom window to Nugget. unlock. Well, just to unlock the door from unlock the inside. Unlock it. Okay. He's like, kid, go investigate. Here's like, I'll give you a nickel. Ah, go. <laughs> maybe a penny, because at that point, <laughs> I guess a nickel would be like enough food, too food much. money for like a month um so the apartment itself was actually like in pristine condition there was no sign of struggle and nothing was stolen but the only thing out of place was mr fink's dead body on the floor with three gaping gunshot wounds ripped right through him um so the immediate assumption was they're like yeah he must have killed himself however three shots three Guys. shots and then they were like well, but wait, where's the gun? There was no gun. <laughs> and they, they were three close-range gunshot wounds. And there was one to his wrist, <laughs> suggesting that it had lightly been incurred while trying to defend himself from an attacker. That makes sense. Yeah, so you instinctively was, lift your hands up. Yeah, be like, no. Uh, so 
another wound was in his chest that obviously would have killed him instantly. Um, and adding to the strangeness of it all was that no one else's fingerprints were present anywhere in the apartment and that the neighbor who had contacted the police insisted that she had heard no gunshots, only bangs and bumps that sounded more like somebody having a fight. Okay. I don't understand that. Me either. I guess she, I mean, maybe she thought it was... Maybe they had, like, used pillows? (laughs) Yeah, or I'm thinking maybe she doesn't know... What a gun sounds like? Yeah, because... I'm pr- I'm probably wrong, but I feel like in that time, like at least in movies, cars backfire more. So <laughs> not everybody maybe, had cars, though. Cars weren't. But maybe really she's popular. just used, to, or maybe it's just louder. Who knows? Maybe he's playing their jazz music. <laughs> I feel like all walls were made of paper mache back then. So oh, like jazz, you hear everything. <laughs> Turn that jazz music right. down. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I need the jazz. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, so the lack of the weapon at the scene and the nature of the wounds obviously had the police realizing that uh, it's probably a murder. But there were a lot of mysteries still, such as, oops, I just knocked over one of my tiny hands, um, <laughs> such as there appeared to be no clear motive. So he was a weirdo, but he didn't really seem to have any enemies. So people right. were like, yeah, why, why would you even... Why would you kill this guy? Because nothing like, was even stolen. Starched your shirt too much? Like, yeah. Over starch must murder. Uh, <laughs> so, like, there was, there was even cash in his pockets. Okay, so this is personal. Yeah. Not um, robbery. But they don't okay. know how somebody could have gotten into the apartment in the Where's first place, door? especially since everything was securely bolted. Sounds like it might be the neighbor. Oh, maybe... Um, but yeah, the whole thing had the cops completely confused and they tried to come up with theories and one was that the shooter had shot through the transom window, but this Mm. was soon ruled out as though, because the fucking angle would have made it impossible for him to incur all of those injuries. Cause that would have, they would have had to like have the gun in there and like Mm -hmm. bang, bang, bang. It it just would have been way too hard. What about if they knocked, he walked up, they shot and he stumbled backward. But the door was locked. But I mean, they shot been, before he he was even trying to open. No, it. the third the the chest wound killed him instantly. They said no, no. I mean, like maybe they knocked. He walked. He started to approach door. Oh, then the they opened. Window. Boom, maybe. boom, boom. And he kind of you know steps back, falls. Well, another of the ideas was that he started to have a fight with the assailant outside during which time his wrist had been injured forcing him to retreat indoors and then like you said uh the fire through the transom window but it was also deemed rather unlikely especially since the neighbors had not seen any altercation like that and i just assumed that you know they're back in the day i say eyewitness accounts are like the least i know uh, whatever that would have back in the day there was there are a lot of people about Nobody has cars. Everybody's walking everywhere. That's weird. But there's another theory that there was a very small and agile assassin had just climbed into that window, shot him, and then left through the window rather than the front door. But that would have meant that he was killed by a child-sized gun-toting murderer that left zero fingerprints and stole nothing. And there was still the fact that nobody had heard actual gunshots. Um, there are paranormal theories that he's killed by a ghost. 
Or that he had even physically manifested his potent fears of being shot. Because he was so afraid Whoa. of getting killed by an assailant that he just manifests Holy shots. Holy shit. <laughs> but nobody was That's ever apprehended. Um, the case has been discussed, analyzed, and debated forever. And nobody's ever really come up with uh, any any real solution. Obviously, the trail's gone cold because he died in the early 1900s. Yay! I don't know about this. I don't know about that. Get out of here. Mm. <laughs> okay. 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 Sound like <laughs> goblins. Whatever. <laughs> I think it's he goblins. just manifested it. <laughs> mm, goblin ghost. <laughs> Combine them. <laughs> Success. Uh, that's really weird. I'm going to mm. think about that before I fall asleep tonight. <laughs> How did Mr. Fink die? Oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, I would like to talk about some average Joes who've had uh, secret spouses in their houses that they didn't That's... know previously about. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I hate it. So, what I really like is that this is from George Takai's website. Oh, <laughs> Oh More, please. <laughs> I love that he has this on his website. When I, like, was searching for things, and then I saw that one of them was from, like, georgetakai.com. <laughs> I was like, yeah. This one will. We Search will no more. <laughs> <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> okay. What is, um, what is Georgie so this have to is say? from someone killed. That's the tea, honey. Mm. Uh-huh. In my house, there was an upstairs bedroom. Mm. <laughs> brag. That was made into a game room. Brag. That was a For me brag. and my sister. When we were about 12 years old, we realized that a section of the paneling came off and there was a small closet-sized room behind it. We kept it a secret so that when friends came over, we would have the ultimate hiding spot for, uh, like, when they played with their friends hide-and-seek, which is really messed up because you'd never find them. That's a mean. few years later, we were talking about it to our parents, and they found out that this is just kind of fun. They, it was a freaking Prohibition-era room where they hid alcohol. Oh, awesome. I think that's really cool. <laughs> They're like, you've been hiding it, hiding in a history hole. <laughs> uh, I love that. I think that is amazing. If they had only found um, alcohol in it, then that could have gone straight to eBay. Mm, do people do eBay? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? I think it is. Remember eBay? I hate I think eBay. it's still used, right? It is like, totally still used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like okay. eBay. It feels so I shady to me. so long. Um, oh my goodness, so long. Um, okay, so I'm going to go back and forth between his site and then this other one, too. Okay. Um, uh, now I'm just thinking about eBay. Sorry. <laughs> eBay is still a thing. Is eBay yeah, a thing? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's totally a thing. Okay, so this one is really upsetting to me. Uh oh. Um, a group of Ohio State University students convinced themselves that their house was haunted by a ghost after finding opened cupboards and hearing noises. Uh uh. The reality was worse. After uh-uh. an extensive search, they discovered a room in the basement behind a door they thought led to a maintenance cupboard. Oh. It was not a maintenance cupboard. Here they found a double bed, 
<gasps> textbooks, and photographs, all which belonged to a housemate they didn't even know they ever had called oh, Jeremy. Oh, gross. The housemates quickly changed the locks and left a note for Jer informing him that he could no longer live there. I love that they left him a note like, hey, dude, sorry. No. I want fingerprints lifted. I want to know if this person is, like, wanted. Is he taking pictures of you while you sleep? That's so creepy. I just don't like, like, I need to know more. I mean, maybe he's just someone who needs a place to land, but I feel like I need to rule out that he's not somebody who is wanted for awful things. Yeah. That's not unreasonable. Right? Okay, so another one from... Lumberjack on Reddit shared jaw-dropping images of a really nasty small passageway that he stumbled upon in his new home. Mm. Crawling into the tiny space, he found an ominous-looking locked door which concealed the entrance to a small room containing a briefcase and a safe. This one I've heard of before, and it's really gross. Inside these items were money, watches, and most terrifyingly, a series of videotapes one of which was labeled, quote, no, 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 no. The tapes were handed over to the police in a bid to solve the mystery. There's no update on that? I need to know more. I don't know. Oh, and, no. and it is. It's like a cassette, and it's this no written on it like a bunch barf, of times. Barf, 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 barf. And like Sharpie. And a safe. Ugh. I wouldn't even want to touch the tape. That's like uh, sinister. Like, don't touch that yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, no. That's No, thank that's, you. That's no good. No good. Uh, another one. A pair of house hunters were freaked out when they stumbled across something weird in the basement. Mm. A potential buyer was looking around an unoccupied house in the States when he realized in the cellar there was something called Joshua's room. What? What I is hate that? this one, too. It's real gross, dude. So, oh. it's like, imagine you're on the, like, backside of stairs, kind of in, like, a hallway stairs like you know like behind the stairs sure sure um they oh i just don't like this one it's really weird to me so joshua's room great so the things they found in there written was uh no watching isaiah through the hole ew and no writing or drawing on the walls and then another thing he wrote said stop watching me <laughs> like it. Oh, After coming no. up for air, the house hunter, who thankfully took his brother along for moral support, noticed weird holes in the stairs, like peepholes from Joshua's room in no. the basement. No, 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 no. This and house it's like is big no. And like, oh, it's just so gross. It's like Josh's rules. I just no I'm watching Isaiah. I just. That poor kid, Isaiah. Yeah, and, uh, and, you know, and I feel, like, sad for Joshua, too. Like, why is he even back there? Do his, he shouldn't have that much time to disappear. That I don't know. Something's not okay with this. I don't what if What like if Isaiah's it. the one that's he's the problem? He's the messed up. He's the messed up one, and Josh is his imaginary friend. So possible. Remember Ew. the uh, Macaulay Culkin, Elijah Wood movie? Oh, The Good Son? Not That's cool. Traumatizing. Notice how I remember that Maybe really we fast because got... I hated it. Dude, Hate. that is not good. Mm-mm. That's what this could be. One of those situations. Ew. Never rule it out. It's Ew. on the table. 
another one. Many. This is uh, about Singer Castle, which we should go to one day. Uh, or maybe not. <laughs> Many would expect castles to be packed full of hidden passageways and rooms, but this castle in New York takes the stereotype to a big ol' whole new level. Great. Secluded on an island, which hmm. makes it ups the creepy factor. The ancient home features a painting that can be tipped back so people can be spied on from a secret passageway. Oh. It no. is very creepy. There's pictures I'm not of it. On board and because like when I was reading it, what I imagined is like <laughs> like the paintings are like on the wall, like eye level where you're yeah, looking yeah. at them. It's not. It's like a huge ass room that could in reality be two stories if you mm -hmm. made it into one. So it's like a big high ceiling. And the circle porthole thing that they're tipping to look through is like way up high. It's, which makes it creepier. This angle is a creeper town. I don't, don't like this house. Or castle. Like castle, it. not house. Yeah, this is a house. Uh, <laughs> and there's like a spying grates on the walls also. Mm -hmm. And it has mm -hmm. its own dungeon. Oh, why? Why would somebody Lovely. need a dungeon? Lovely. This one's a, a little more lighthearted, but also horrible. Um, a couple who purchased a house in 2005 realized there was more to their new place than met the eye. Jason and Carrie Brown started to do renovations on their new home, and to their surprise, discovered a secret passageway behind a bookcase. Inside this secret room, they found a note saying, You found it! It went on to explain the real reasons the previous occupants had left. Okay, uh -uh. so it says, this is the note, like, typed out on, like, what looks like a typewriter, um, which, creepy. If you're reading this, then you found the secret room. I own this house for a short while, and it was discovered to have a serious mold problem, one that actually made my children really sick, to the point that we had to move out. So I advise you check into this. If you'd like to send me a message, I'd love to hear who eventually got this house because I really like the house and have fond memories of it. I can also tell you more about the mold problem. I can be reached by email. Uh, Welcome to the 21st century at blah, blah, blah. Wouldn't, that put, them, wouldn't that put them legally, uh, that would put them legally at fault. It's like, weird. Like, you could sue the shit out of them for that because they knew about weird. the problem. And then they, like, want to be con. I don't, yeah, I need more. I need more. That so they left. They did not live there. They're You're like, liable for that, idiot. Thank you for providing <laughs> all of your information, dumbass. Uh, I just don't know. I said, it's insane. Uh, another one. Noticing some unusual boards in the basement of his home, a man found a room he never knew about, and it it was concealed in like the home's foundation. Okay. Inside the space was lined with ammunition and some empty gun cases, leaving the man to wonder like what's up with the previous owner. There was yeah. even a grenade left behind, but it was to be, it was confirmed to be a dud. Uh, so was <laughs> well, he like a weirdo prepper crazy guy? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. These are just also horrible. Another student got a nasty surprise when he moved into a home in New Mexico. It was purchased by his parents. At night, he would hear banging noises coming from under the floorboards. Ugh. So he investigated he found a hidden door on the floor no. of the pantry that led to a hidden basement. Basement is so a common theme. <laughs> a hidden basement? No. Gross. So under the floor was a desk, <gasps> working lights, 
And the worst of all, a recently smoked cigarette. Oh, God. Get the fuck out of that house. Oh. The person never returned, but can you... I cannot even. I cannot. Ugh, get out. Oh, that makes me hurt. Well, that reminds me of of the one that I wanted to tell you. It's a little longer, but it's it's very similar. Let me end on this one. Okay. Because, did you see the boy? Yeah. Always make me think there's somebody living in the wall. That Which makes me worst. think of the movie House from Australia. I've seen that one. That movie is the shit. It's so I just, good. just, like, God. Okay. Ugh. Burf. Bookcases <laughs> are often used to conceal hidden rooms. Great. Awesome. But one anonymous family was unprepared for what was behind their fun bookcase that conceals Aww. things. The secret entrance in the parents' bedroom. Which is so horrible. That's icky. Revealed a spiral staircase leading to a room which had all signs of someone fucking living there. No. Family So, okay. This is what's creepy. Is there were wrappers that were like their food wrappers in this room. <sighs> so, they were in the kitchen taking snackies and taking them back. So, they like ventured into the home. Opened bookcase, walked through their bedroom, went to the kitchen did their thing, went back and ate them. Like, that's weird. It's, like, one thing for me to think they're in a hidden place and they can go out, like, like they have access to, like, an outside wall that goes out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, like, walking in through, like, the heart of their home. So, that's what I wanted to read to you. This is about so the gross, Denver dude. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. This name was given to Theodore Edward Conies, who was born in November on November tenth, eighteen eighty-two, and he lived till May sixteenth, nineteen sixty-seven. He suffered from poor health and had been told by doctors not to expect to see his eighteenth birthday. And this is, he was um, a Canadian immigrant, so he so because he was told he wasn't going to live very long, he was like, "Well, fuck this! I'm not finishing high school." So as an adult, he worked in an adverti- as in advertising and as a salesman, but. He spent most of his life homeless because he kept basically expecting to die. So he was okay. like, okay. I'm not going to do a lot. So he resented the way he was treated by others for his frail condition, rather later expressing that he wanted a place where he could be alone and free from the judgment of others. 59-year-old Theodore Conies intended to ask a former acquaintance, Philip Peters, for a handout at his home in Denver, Colorado. But he broke into his house because Peter, um, because Philip Peters wasn't home. And so he was like, fuck this, I'm just going to steal some food and some money. But while he's searching through the house, in the ceiling of a closet, he found a small trap door that led to a narrow attic cubbyhole and decided, I'm going to live here. Wow. Um, I have one of those in our closet. Like, Well, maybe just check we- it. We go up there, though, like, okay. most times we're constantly remodeling and doing shit. That but is, I could yes. see how, like, wow. So, he occupied this house without the Peters' knowledge. Um, he lived in the house undiscovered for about five weeks. So, this was in September. Huh. 
But on October 17th, uh, so Theodore thought he heard the Peterses leave the house. Um, Uh-oh. But thought Philip <laughs> was only taking a nap. So Philip was just taking a nap. And then uh, Theodore came upon Philip in the kitchen. And then he panicked. So he picked up a heavy iron stove shaker. I'm not, I guess like a, I don't know what that is. Probably just some, a pan of some kind. Something. And he bludgeoned the 73-year-old Peters to death. And then, instead of bugging out, he just goes right back into the attic. Wait, with head wound or whatever. Oh, no, he killed that guy to, he, he Theodore oh, killed. Oh, you mean, okay, sorry, Theodore, I switched it in my head. Theodore he killed, killed the, the homeowner. He killed him and then went back into his cubby hole. So the homeowner's body oh was discovered God. later that day by a um, a neighbor concerned because the neighbor because he hadn't come I by for dinner. Him. Yeah, and he called the police. So the police found all of the home's doors and windows locked, and there was no other sign of forced entry. And they noted the trap door. Oh my God! Why did he do that? He knew him, right? Like he panicked because he just Jesus. No. But, so get this: the cops saw the trap door. But they were like, that shit's way too small for a normal-sized person to fit through it. So, nah, that's not it. So well, then, that's Pete... not true. <laughs> so then the homeowner's wife, who had been in the hospital recuperating from a broken hip during um, and prior to uh, Theodore's occupation of her attic, returned at least she has alone, she thinks, with her housekeeper. Both women Aww. would hear strange sounds in the house, and the housekeeper basically resigned after becoming convinced that the house was haunted. That makes more sense to me. You wouldn't, I, you wouldn't think somebody is living in my attic crawl space. Like then, the wife moved to Western Colorado to live with her son. So, so he stayed. So he stayed in the vacant house um, with the occasional signs of his occupation written off as an apparition or local pranksters. And then police continued to make routine checks at the house. When on July, no one's thir- moved in yet. No, it's just. I think it's vacant. just vacant, or maybe they still own it. But then on July thirtieth, nineteen forty-two, so like almost a year later, one of them heard a lock click on the second floor. One of the one police? of the cops did. Yeah, that they were doing the routine okay. check. So then they run upstairs, okay. and the police caught the sight of one of his legs going through the trap door, mm. going back up. Do you know how much that would make me, like, absolutely shit myself if I saw that? I'd be like... I wouldn't like I would it. I know what to do. Um, At so, least they're armed, I suppose. Yeah. But. but he was taken into police custody and confessed later, but uh, they called him the Denver Spider-Man of Moncrief Place. And he was tried and convicted and sentenced to life imprisonment um, in Kenyon City, Colorado. And then he died in 67 at the prison hospital. But yeah, that would... The thought... Of somebody living in the house, co- like, uh, coinciding with you're living in there just grosses me out. I actually asked Sean, I was like, well, because we were talking about going to visit houses, and I was like, what would be, like, an absolute no for you? Because I was like, what if somebody was murdered in the house? He was like, well, when were they murdered? <laughs> so, How? I was like, what Why? If they, what did they what do? If, uh, yeah, he was like, I need more details than that. And I was like, okay. I was like, what if, you know... um, you know, suicide or whatever yeah, he was yeah like, like, he was like murder. i'm not too worried about it he's like if they say that it's haunted he was like well then i'm gonna try to take money off of it so i can pay for a, a cleansing of the house i'm like wow you know the terminology and everything this is great <laughs> bobby would be like nope <laughs> yeah 
Well, it's so funny because after reading all of these things, I'm like, I need to seriously search these houses for creepy, crawly cubby holes and spots and stuff that. It's weird. You know, like, for me, the creep factor is that they're, they're aware of you and you're not aware of them. Yeah. It's not an equal relationship, you know? (laughs) An equal awareness. Yeah, and I do not like that. And they can hear you because there's vents and things that go into those spaces. and They can see you you sniffing your own farts. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I don't need that. I don't need to hear, like, have them hearing me. I mean, I feel like they would want to leave immediately if they had to hear me all day like being like it's just me teaching it's a, a baby how to speak and yeah, yeah. like but like oh no i gotta leave <laughs> too much but it's awful oh it's such a violation yeah that's that's a violation that i would never be able to get over i would have to move i'd have to sell the home oh i wouldn't i would never be able to stick out percent. stick out my time there yeah no, Because no. you would always feel... I'd always feel what? That it's still happening. I would have to fill that, that room with cement to know that there's nothing in there. hundred million percent. Then when you sell it, they're I like, why is, is this accurate. room filled why with cement? Well, so funny story. <laughs> uh, it's code. <laughs> it's to code. We made sure. It's code. <laughs> That's all I really had. Just cool. those two horrible stories that make me terribly uncomfortable. Yeah, this is a weird one. There's and I so like many it. more stories that came along with this that huh, I yeah, I have more really. Too. I I, I kind of want to do a we follow can talk up about them on Patreon maybe. Yeah, this is like a good good one to do a follow up with. So I think we're yeah. Parasol, if anyone has ever lived or known anyone who has one of these secret. Rooms. Even if it wasn't a creepy room, it was just fun. Yeah. It doesn't Where have you to be find scary. something weird in your house? Yes. Um, or even just something weird hidden in your walls. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to know about it, so please tell us. Even if you don't want us to share it, well, we can just know. I want to know. Just, I know. Tell me I'm things. just nosy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be really cool. Did you have any more stories? <sighs> We're no. going to save them for Patreon? Patron? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, we're not spinning the wheel this week because Erica discovered something horrible that somehow neither of us knew about our hometown. <laughs> and this is something that we might try to possibly turn into, I don't want to be like, it's a pet project, but I want to know more about it. And I feel like there's so well, much unknown. Because it's here yeah which gives it a different level of um personal accessibility and yeah that's more personal it's really personal i agree with you it's about the santa rosa hitchhiker murders there were there was a series of murders that happened in our hometown that we had no idea even occurred yeah brutal um awful murders of girls who were hitchhiking in the early 70s Mm -hmm. um in Santa Rosa, California, and uh, I had zero idea. And um, there's a lot to it, and um, there's a lot of links to it that could be like they could be linked to Ted Bundy. 
Zodiac Killer. Yeah. His name's thrown thrown around a lot. We just don't know. So we're going to look into that. So that's going to be our episode, our next one that we work on, um, that's going to come out, uh, not, yeah, two weeks from now, I believe. Yeah, because we've got our special guest, Connor, the Haunted Historian, coming. (gasps) I'm so nervous. But it's I'm very excited. <laughs> it's it's like nervous excitement where I'm like yeah. it's it's like yes. it's like going to a theme park kind of excitement where I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's gonna I'm be gonna fun. go on the scary ride. I'm excited. <laughs> Not that oh, he's scary. <laughs> but That's actually why we're really excited, is because he sounds like a normal, nice person. Approachable, fun, into spooky things person. Mm-hmm. We think you guys will really enjoy it. Yes. Um anything else? Are we missing anything? Um Watch Mar- us remote Mar-way. view for my birthday. Yeah, we gotta figure that out. <laughs> if you want to buy me a birthday drink, you should <laughs> go to our Instagram, <laughs> click our link. You can buy us a drink. I think it's only three dollars, and we'll drink them while we're remote viewing. That would be really cool. How or if is you want to like help us, <laughs> it will make me relax. That's for that sure. That's true. And um, yeah. Uh, send me some love. I would appreciate it. I need it. I'm locked in a house with a two-year-old. So, cool! Yay! <laughs> She's not going nuts at all, guys. <laughs> I'm only looking at murders and people who've been sealed in walls on my time off, so I'm doing great. <laughs> not even with your time off. Like, when she's sleeping in your arms. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I have a couple I of minutes. I'm read about Ooh, murders. Look at this sealed room of horrors. <laughs> That's so terrible. Okay, well, we have to go watch The Bachelor, so guys, we, we have go to go. watch The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, well, join us next week um, when we are speaking with Connor, the haunted historian. He's got all kinds of cool things to share. And after that, we're going to talk about the Santa Rosa Hitchhiker murders. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all we got. It's probably cool. It's probably gone. Um, also, if you haven't rated or reviewed us on iTunes... Please do. Or do that for my birthday. I don't know what it is. Give mm. us a lovely review. Give us all those stars for my birthday. Just and write we'll happy send birthday, you Erica. A sticker. <laughs> That's all you have to review. <laughs> that can be your review. HBE. That's all you got to write. HBE. <laughs> if you let us know that you've done a review, we will send you a sticker. We would love to do that. Thank so, you. Let us know. Okay. Well, this is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. Okay. Bye. Bye.